The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Worcester, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. And my guest today, my regular guest, who's a very popular guest, um, is Tarot Master Anne Hence. So welcome, Anne. Welcome to the program again. Thank you, Laura. As always, I love to be here with you. And we love having you on. Everybody always talks about how they look forward to hearing you on the show. Uh, there's so much to learn from you and they love the cards that you pull and the, all the talk about tarot. So, um, and also the readings that we do. You Did you pull a couple of cards for our listeners? I did, I did. You know what? I had a moment of, oh my God, did I? Of course I did. <laughs> Don't forget about us, Anne. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, yes. And as always, I'm um, pulling cards from different decks because I want to encourage people to try different decks. Um, it really gets your your creativity, your intuition flowing. You build your um, tarot knowledge base the more decks you learn and work with. And so you can see the cards that I pulled to, for today's show, which will relate to those who are listening live and for those who listen to the podcast archive, these are for you. You can also see them on my Instagram, Anne Hence Tarot, or my Facebook, Anne Hence Connect with Spirit. Uh, they're really pretty cool cards. The deck I chose for today <clears throat> is the Rackham Tarot, R-A-C-K-H-A-M. This deck was created using the art of Arthur Rackham. In uh, the late 19th century, book and magazine illustrators uh, reached what has been called a zenith of brilliance. And that time became known as the golden age of illustration. Arthur Rackham was one of those artists, very well known. Among other things, he illustrated a popular edition of Grimm's Fairy Tales, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Alice in Wonderland, one of my faves, A Midsummer Night's Dream, a Christmas Carol, and pose tales of mystery and imagination. So all, you know, fairly well-known works, and he was the illustrator. Now, because this deck was created from Rackham's existing artwork, they didn't, you know, go back into the late 19th century and, and get him to create a deck. Um, so because it was created with his existing artwork, it's not a weight clone. You can see some similarities in the cards for sure, um, but it's not a clone deck. The little white book that comes with it says the artwork was chosen to complement traditional tarot meanings. Excuse me. So when I read with this, these cards, I let my imagination and my intuition 
color my interpretation because the artwork is just amazing. It really is. And the suits are the standard suits of swords, wands, cups, and pentacles. So if we look at the two cards, we have the Knight of Cups and the World. In the Knight of Cups, if you can see them on the web, hopefully, um, we have a mermaid who is riding on the back of a large, some sort of large fish there at the surface of the water. And there were waves and looks like they were shooting stars. And on the world, we have a lovely young woman draped in vegetation and I'm not quite sure what else. And she's just um, quite lovely. And so if we think about what these cards are about, Knight of Cups. This knight is dreamy and romantic and idealistic and creative. All knights are about action of some kind. And that action is based on their suit. Knight of Cups tends to relate to our emotions. So this knight is asking you to think about what makes you happy and follow that path. It's that simple. Do what is fun. Take walks, run, bike, swim, read, write, paint, sing, play an instrument, or just sit and stare off into space. Whatever is fun. Do whatever fills your heart with joy. Our other card, the world. The world is the last card in the major arcana. So it's the ending card before the new cycle begins, of course. So this card says that all things in a situation have come together, lessons have been learned, um, and now it's time to move on to the new. A new cycle is ready to start if you're ready to embrace it. So be sure not to cling to the past because it's comfortable, or at least something that is known. At this time, the universe is offering you a new door. It's up to you to decide if it's time to open it. So our takeaway with these cards are do what makes you happy and be ready to embrace new adventures presented to you. And there you go. Uh, new adventures. I'm always open for that. <laughs> I love these cards. They're so like this. They really appeal to my Cancerian heart because they're very moody. <laughs> So, yeah, 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 yeah. They're very evocative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're beautiful. So make sure you check out her cards um, that she's posted on her web, uh, her website, not website, your um, Facebook page and Instagram. So you go to Enhanced Tarot on Instagram and um, Enhanced Healing with Spirit on Facebook to check out the cards that are posted there. And you'll you'll know that, that the cards for because they look like mermaids. So, and it's uh, very muted tones. Mm. Yeah, the whole deck is gorgeous and great advice. A lot of changing happening too, which is wonderful. It's, it reflects exactly what's happening to a lot of people right now. A lot of new opportunities and new doors opening and wonderful. Let's see. Let's go. We got a lot of questions already. So we've got some live listeners here on the line with us. And we're just going to go and start um, pu um, pulling some cards for our live listeners here and put the teachings that uh, Anne always has for us on the program into practice. So let's go to, oh, so now Linda has a question and she says, should I sell the building at this time? Or I think she's saying, or wait it out. Um, um, maybe rent, rent it out. Oh, rent it out. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it dropped an end there. 
let me bring you up, Linda, so we can have a conversation with you. And we're going to pose that question is, what do we need to know about selling the building or renting it out? All right. So let's see as Anne pulls those cards. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the program. Um, so Linda, did we read that correctly that you would want to yes, know? Yes. I'm looking okay. to sell it, but I just, you know, there's all kinds of opposition. So I thought maybe I can go back to the renting idea. All righty. So as I'm looking at these cards, and I didn't produce a formal tarot tip, but you can't take the teacher out of me. So because this is a, should I do this or that? It's a decision, an option type question. What I generally do is pull a few cards for, in this case, selling, and then a few cards for renting. And then I look at them and I compare them. So what we're seeing is interestingly, clear cut, at least as far as the cards go. Now, keep in mind, a tarot reading is only one input. This is for everyone, not, not just for Linda. Tarot reading is only one input. You also have to listen to your heart, listen to your mind, listen to you know advisors, etc. But as one input, what we have here, three cards for selling at this time, very heavy energy. The devil is the card on the top. This is a card of restrictions and limitations. Um, sitting beneath it, we have the Three of Swords. This is the disappointment and loss card. Sitting next to the Three of Swords is the Ten of Wands. This is the burden card. The cards would suggest that this may not be the best time to do, um, to sell the building where we have all of this burden and disappointment and restriction energy. Then I turned over the how about renting it cards and totally different energy. The top card, instead of the devil, we have the page of cups, new potential for um, lightness and for being happy about the decision. Sitting underneath our page of cups is seven of pentacles and page of swords. The seven of pentacles is a card of maybe assessing and reassessing and evaluating. And the page of swords is about new ideas about how to do this. So these three cards would suggest that maybe renting is a better idea right now and the combination of the seven of pentacles and the page of swords suggests that you may want to think a little differently about how you rent it out. Um, I'm not quite sure what that would mean since I'm not in the, in the business, but you may find a slightly different way of doing the renting that will uh, work well for you. Wow. I, I, I thank you very much. Um, uh, the person that was going to buy it was revealed to me, and I did a search on this person, and they did a lot of illegal activity with uh, terrible uh, things that they did uh, locally in the community with the business as far as uh, making $20 bills for them. And for the energy there, I don't want to sell to someone that's going to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Help in the background that knows my dad is his place and it's in a bad shape. So it's not in great shape physically. Um, it's only like it was burned down years ago, but someone's coming around that might want to buy it, but he's not sure. So there's that renting he doesn't want to, but that's interesting because it's such negative energy. So I don't know if that's the reason that you're getting that because it's negative people buying it or if it's just not the right time after this incident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting too, because um, I'm not surprised that you had 
you know, you had heard something about the potential buyer. Because so I was pulling cards too, uh, while Anne was pulling cards. And the, one of the first things that came up was the throat chakra card that I'm using the psychic tarot deck. And a lot of times when that comes up, it's about communication. It's about hearing new information, information that, that causes you to either want to move forward with something or potentially not move forward with something. So I was going to, I was almost going to say, if you didn't say that, I was going to say either you're going to hear something about a potential buyer um, that you may not feel comfortable with. Cause I'm also seeing the patient's card that comes after that. So I, you know, that was the second card I pulled, which means wait, there's a buyer, but it's not the right buyer yet, or potentially not, you know, you might find a buyer that's down the road that's you feel more comfortable selling to. Perfect. That's that's very true. Yeah, there's someone else that is thinking about it now. That's very aligned spiritually with the universe, with ideas, and my father. And yes, will uh, do the right thing. And when he said it's weird how I pulled, it's like very strange. And so I, I told him I'm not going to do anything until I hear from him. But you know, he's deciding. So yeah. Good. Wonderful. Yeah, there was like the third card I pulled was the hope card, which means to me that's a spiritual aspect of this which i'm not surprised you mentioned the word spiritual because it's something that you you won't you don't want to sell it to somebody that you don't feel aligned with that you know that you, you get you're giving it to a, a good steward of the new property you know because it is so closely connected to your family so this i think we're all, both ian and i are on the same page here is looking at other options beyond what's right in front of you at this point i, I so appreciate this because i wasn't going to type in the question because it's kind of dumb not dumb but it's it's not something I would ask normally, but I'm glad I did because, you know, it's, I'm very torn and um, I rather take a little less and get the right person. And it's going to put a picture of my deceased father there who helped him a lot. My father was very good to this person and trained him and everything, even though he didn't have to. And he said he would never forget my father and the neighborhood, even though he hasn't been there for 20 years working there, they still ask whenever I go into this neighborhood where, you know, where's where's you know Blake and all this so it's 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 it touches my soul to hear this because I don't want to just just sell it it breaks my heart yeah good okay great so this is a validation of what you're feeling wonderful validation I appreciate it wonderful well thank you so much Linda and and good luck with that and it sounds like you might have a good buyer there it's perfect coming at the chiropractor's office a little earlier I settled in because I really want to hear your show and so I got here early and guess what? He's available early. So five minutes later, I couldn't have been answering you because he would have been working on me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love how the universe works. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you, Linda. You have a wonderful afternoon. Okay. Lorraine is asking, is my job secure? And is there a Mr. Right in my future? Um, how else can we phrase that question, Anne? Well, it sounds like there may be something going on at work for her asking if her job is secure. So I would probably, that's like a yes or no answer. I would probably say, what is the energy around my job? And what we would look for is cards that look like change or cards that look like stability. Um, so I pulled five cards, one in the center and then four sort of around it. We have like top left, top right bottom right, bottom left. Normally, I will read clockwise, center card and then clockwise. Sometimes, again, see the whole teaching thing, I just have to do it. Sometimes though, when you're looking at this layout, the cards present as two columns quite clearly, or sometimes they present as two diagonals quite clearly. So you just sort of let your, let your eyes see what you see 
and interpret accordingly. In this case, I am going with what is my normal clockwise. All right, so this is interesting. The card in the center is the hermit. So the hermit is suggesting that Lorraine may want to be thinking right now about what it is that she really wants in a job, in a career. Um, what is best for her now? Um, and that's not saying job is not secure or job is secure, but the hermit is a seeker and the seeker wants to know what's best in this case for herself. So if we look at the cards, clockwise, starting with top left, we have the five of wands. This is a card of struggle. So I'm guessing that there are things going on. <laughs> you should see me, my hands are waving. Yeah, settle down. All right, five of wands. I think things are going on. Things are, are up at work. There may be some changes. Top right card is page of swords. Pages are generally fresh starts. Page of swords, fresh start around something that is a, 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 provides an opportunity for thinking differently, learning something new. Underneath page of swords, ace of wands, whatever this change is that brings about this breath of fresh air mentally, um, really fires up, is, is capable of firing up Lorraine, uh, Ace of Wands, connecting with that, that inner fire, inner passion. And then the final card sitting under the initial Five of Wands is the Queen of Wands. And this is the Light Seer deck. And this Queen of Wands is just so amazing, so wonderful. She has fire coming out of her palm and she's sitting cross-legged with her black cat and she's raising her wand in the air and she is so joyous and so powerful and so confident. Um, so what these cards seem to be saying is that now is a good time, Lorraine, for you to think about what it is that you really want to do for a career. It's not saying that you should leave this one at all, but we're seeing some struggle going on. And then Page of Swords, it feels as if a change may be offered to you that may result in some really cool new ways of looking at yourself and your abilities and really get your passion fired up again about the job or a job. It doesn't necessarily mean that this job is not secure. That means, you know, you leave the company and blah, blah, not at all, but something new may be offered to you. And it looks like it's pretty exciting. That's essentially what I had too, that there was just this uncertainty, you know, the uncertainty, obviously she wouldn't be asking if there was an uncertainty <laughs> with her current job, um, but I also uh, was seeing opportunity opening up as well. Now she had a question, she said, this is her exact question, is there a Mr. Right in her future? So Anne, when people ask you about Mr. Right, how do you, how do you respond to questions like that with your tarot cards? <laughs> um, well, we probably have a dialogue about what's going on and why are you asking and but it it seems like is there a Mr. Right in my future? Um, she's probably looking for someone. So having established that, my first question would be, what are you doing to find someone? Are you looking? Are you being an active player in seeking someone? I, sometimes I laugh because sometimes people will say, well, no. I was like, well, 
he's not going to come to the door with flowers and candy and knock on it and say, will you marry me? So for that question, we can also look at the energy of a relationship showing up and then offer some guidance cards as to how to make this, how to make Mr. Right show up if the energy right now is not showing it. So do we want to go on to part two of that question or? Uh, yeah. And that previous deck that I used was the Light Seer. As I said, this one is now the Voyager. That's James, James Wanless's deck, right? Correct. Yeah. Huh. So I'm doing my, I call it talk to me spread. There are no specific positions. It's the one in the center and the four going around it. Top left, top right, bottom right, bottom left. These are clearly presenting in diagonals. Card in the center is the two of wands. Uh, keyword is purity. Two of wands by itself, not relating to a question specifically, is about knowing what is right for you and walking that path. That's the idea of the purity, being pure or true to yourself and your needs. But I like the fact that it's a two because two is the number of partnership. Two of wands, wands is our spark, our spirit. So that would be a partnership, you know, on a soul level and a, <clears throat> a not passionate, not fiery really, but, but warm kind of partnership relationship. So we're seeing a partnership card. That's the two. Interestingly, the hermit is back. So in one diagonal, we have the hermit in a diagonal with the two of wands and Five of Wands is back. Wow, that's interesting. Th both of those cards were previously in, in a previous question. Okay, so what we're looking at here, this diagonal is Spirit saying, it's a good time for you to actually follow what the Two of Wands purity is saying and figure out what is best for you around relationships. What do you really want? in a relationship and be very clear on what you will not accept in a relationship. Mm -hmm. We don't want to settle. We don't want to live with false. We don't want to reinvite into our lives um, people who are similar to others who have either been kicked out by us or who have left. Um, so Hermit is doing that seeking again, being very clear on what you want and need in a relationship and what you will not accept. Now though, this, this is a, I think a key card here. Remember it's in the diagonal that ends with the five of wands oppression. This combination of cards makes me also concerned about the belief that a relationship is possible. Uh, the belief that Mr. Wright really is out there and you really do deserve him and you certainly do. But my concern is that this diagonal might be one way that you're approaching this that is not helpful in attracting someone. Now let's look at the other diagonal. Top right card is the Empress. Wonderful, loving, warm, caring, nurturing, gentle, grounded energy. It's in a diagonal with, of course, the Two of Wands, which is our center card. And its final card is the Woman of Wands sensor. This would be similar to... Huh, these cards are crazy. This would be similar to the Queen of Wands in other decks. The Queen of Wands was in your previous reading as well. So 
This is spirit saying, in order to attract Mr. Right, don't overthink, don't worry about it. Be, be kind, be love, be happy, be proud of who you are, love yourself, love the world, radiate that unconditional love for, for all of life. Radiate joy. Joy is like a beacon for people who are seeking, other people who are seeking relationships. Joy is that um, flame that attracts the moths. Woman of Wands, again, it's using your intuition. It's, it's working with, with spirit to say, I am so ready and I am so happy, you know, bring me this relationship. So it feels like, yes, with the two of wands, there is a relationship out there for you. We're seeing two diagonals, which are two different ways of approaching this. I recommend the approach of Empress and Woman of Wands. Be the flame, be joy, and put yourself out there, but let people see you as the beautiful creature that you are, and that will attract. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Great advice. Yeah, because that's going more from the, you know, sort of a co-creative energy rather than being more of the passive just hoping they'll show up energy right yeah and, and similar cards too i pulled three cards and it's it's a progressive spread that i always do i just pulled that's just my normal thing um i'm not obviously not as well versed on spreads as, as ann is um so i keep them super simple <laughs> so the first, yeah so the first card i pulled was a temptation card which oftentimes when people are asking about relationships oh hello Gertie. um <laughs> Um, You've been so quiet. Yeah, they were very quiet. I was wondering if you were in the same room with them. Um, so the temptation card to me is like just sort of falling into that sort of passive phase of just like just I just wish someone would just show up for me, like that kind of a feeling. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, Lorraine, but that might indicate there might be some element of that happening here. And the second card I pulled was the intuition card, and that's about going inward. It's 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 having some quiet time with yourself. What is it that I really want? in a relationship, which is exactly what Anne had um, say, said in her own way as well. And then the third card, the result of all of this is, is a firm foundation card that came up. And that's, it's like tilling the soil for something, right? And that's like, it's like, what is it that you want from a relationship? Is it a fun relationship? Is it a, uh, a nurturing relationship? Whatever it is, whatever adjectives you want to call, you know, what you would like to have in a relationship and it's, it's to be that it's to be that. So you can draw the same in and that's nurturing and, and, and creating, you know, creating the soil for that to, to, to grow and to be available to you. So it's co-creating that connection. So just like Anne said, it's like, be, be the love, be the, be the, what you want in the relationship so that you can, you can draw that in, into your orbit. You know, so um, I think we're on the same page with that, Ian. Excellent. We usually are. 
Yeah, we usually are. Isn't it amazing how that works? <laughs> Fantastic. Well, hopefully that was helpful, Lorraine. So Annie, let's see, she has, hello, Lauren, Ann. I recently left a position due to the overwhelming toxic energy, which left me questioning if I even want to continue in the same profession, or if it's just a quote unquote hangover from the bad energy. Just wondering what message may be in the cards. Okay. So what, what does Annie need to know about the current profession that she's in or she just left should she stay or should she go in the same profession we're both pulling cards for you annie let's see what comes up interesting a lot of mental energy around this i do feel like this you were thrown for a loop by this a lot of self-doubt coming in because of the situation i'm going to pull you up annie so we can talk to you if you don't mind if you, if you don't want to talk it's okay or if you're not allowed to it's all right wherever you may be can you hear me Yes, I can. Boy, you hit the nail on the head when you said threw me for a loop with this because it is. It's like the first time in my life I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. It's coming up in the cards and I could feel it too when I pulled the cards that there was just like, there was, you know, there was definitely some sense of confidence in your path. There's a feeling I was getting here before this all started to happen. And it's like, and you're starting to question your own perspective. That's what I'm seeing with the cards. Um, so let me see what, what Anne has as well. Okay. Hi, Annie. I, um, these are great cards. Um, so they would seem to be suggesting that this particularly overwhelmingly toxic uh, situation, uh, you may not want to let it deter you from remaining in the profession. My five cards, the talk to me spread, temperance is in the center. This is a, a card of balance and regaining your balance um, if you choose to stay in this profession, which is what I was reading for. What can you, what might you expect if you choose to stay in your chosen profession? Mm -hmm. So it feels like with the temperance card, you know, balance will be restored. It's okay top left. And these are not even in, a, in a, any diagonals or columns. They're just all the five cards are speaking independently. Nine of pentacles. The nine says, let an old cycle end because a new cycle is ready to begin. Nine of pentacles. It's around your, your career and your confidence and being grounded and things being good again. Nine of pentacles in a standard deck is that woman standing in her lovely garden uh, with her hooded falcon and so on so nice nice energy saying new energy is coming in it's okay 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 top right and bottom right king of wands and queen of wands the fact that we have both the king and the queen suggests to me that this career probably is a good pairing for you king of wands and queen of wands both of these are capable courageous strong um, passionate about what they do it's lovely, lovely, strong energy. And then the final card sitting under the nine of pentacles, which would be the bottom left card, is the magician. Magician can manifest anything um, that she wants. She has all the tools, is completely capable um, of bringing about the next best job for you um, in this particular field. Uh, so these are really nice cards. Yay. <laughs> what a relief, right, Annie? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I can can I ask just one question? Sure. Um, 
you had mentioned that you can use many different decks of cards. Should you become proficient uh, proficient in one first? Yes. Okay. Yes, and I I think my preference would be, uh, and I teach from the Radiant Weight W A I T E. Okay. It was published initially as the um, Rider Weight back in 1909. It's considered the modern standard. And so when we talk about clone decks, we're referring back to this uh, weight deck. Uh, in general terms, it will be the weight Smith deck. Pamela Coleman Smith um, was the author. But I love that deck because all of the cards have images, as most decks do nowadays, but not all of them. Um, and the images really are clearly portraying what the meaning of the card is. So it's an easy deck to get to know. Um, and then you learn how the cards interact and so on. So yeah, I would recommend really learning that one. And then um, take my classes if you want, but um, then branch out, but get comfortable with one deck first. Okay. All right, thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, thanks, Laura. Thank you. Good luck with everything. I'm sure you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. I'm sure it threw you, but you're gonna be. I feel like you're gonna come back with renewed intentions and renewed energy with your work. So no worries. It's just it's given you a chance just to step back and and take stock with everything. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for okay. listening. Take okay. care. Bye. Bye. So one last thing, and and I wanted to say too because um, of the cards that you pulled earlier in, because um, I recently interviewed Gal Sasan, who's an astrologer. 2023 is, is going to, I mean, the last few years have been very interesting. 2023 is going to be equally as interesting. Oh, great. On a personal level. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but no, it doesn't have to be scary. Like, no, it really doesn't. So what I wanted to say was um, check out his book there and it's going to, it, it's going to reflect a lot of what, um, you know, the cards that Anne has been actually have been pulling in the past few months, I believe. And his book is called the astrology of 2023 traversing the bridge. And look up the information that's there about your sign. And it's just going to support everything that Anne's working with here on the cards. And um, very interesting times coming up. But the more you know, the more you can embrace it. And um, yeah, it's going to be adventurous, I feel. <laughs> that's the best way. But it's nothing. I don't think it's scary. You know, at first, I'm like, when I, I read mine, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, am I ready for this? But I would love to hear people's responses about, you know, about what if you if you get the book and look up your sign and I'd love to hear like go on my Facebook page and just say okay I read my sign and I want to hear what you what you think about that it, I'm very curious yeah we've got some interesting times coming up so let me see I think we have time for one more caller let me see Teresa um, I am in limbo and in transition in every way needing a new place to live and new work oh my goodness. Do you have any advice for me at this time regarding the scenario? Hello, Teresa. Hi there. Hi, welcome to the program. Thanks. <laughs> so, you, so you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of transition happening and obviously you're starting to feel that already. So yeah. let's see what Anne has to offer. So what I decided to do is it's a, a different five card spread that actually does have positions. And is I think of it as a general message from the divine around this trans, uh, transition situation. And let me turn the cards over, see what we have. Uh, we have a good bottom line here. 
I have a fr initial trio of cards, and that is the Man of Wands actor. That's our focus card. And the two cards underneath it are priest, Priestess and Eight of Cups Stagnation. They add additional information. So with, with the Man of Wands actor, so with the Man of Wands actor, this is spirit saying, you've got this, Teresa. Man of Wands actor can do anything that needs to be done, can wear any mask that need, needs to be worn for any given situation, um, can use all of the talents that are available that you have, Teresa. Um, I think of the Man of Wands actor as being the magician in the minor arcana. He can do whatever needs to be done in any given situation. So the two cards sitting underneath it with the priestess card, this is a reminder to call upon your intuition, you know, reach out to, to the divine to help you manifest whatever it is that you need to manifest. But the card next to it, or I should say, and the card next to it, eight of cups stagnation, cups is our emotions. This card is a reminder to don't dither, take action, do whatever needs to be done to take action. Sometimes when we're in a situation that's overwhelming, uh, we just we just don't. We just sit there and say, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't know. If you find yourself getting into that a little bit, breathe, step back, and find some action that can be taken. Because the actual action card in this spread is the sun card. Mm. And the sun card is saying, Again, there's that magician energy. You have what it takes. Be confident. Be courageous. Move forward with, with confidence and with joy because that's the energy that will get you everything that you need. And the outcome card, if you will do this, is man of worlds achiever. So we go from the man of ones who can create what he wants to the man of worlds achiever who now has the home has um, the job, has everything that they need and is moving forward achieving. So this, this is really kind of a good positive affirming message for the fact that you can get through this if you will be strong and confident and just take the action. Great. So you go, girl. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> so new work, I was just, I was just looking at the, uh, pulling some cards as well for your new work. Are you actually looking at switching careers? Is that something that you're thinking about doing? I have, I live in a bit of an odd life. So lots of things are very fluid in my life. Mm -hmm. And I have not had a resolution for cash flow work in a regular way for a couple of years. So, okay. so I'm, I have been at a point and continue to be at a point where I need something that serves me in the way of receiving money, doing work that works for me kind of thing. All right. Yeah, it's interesting. I was seeing like multiple streams of income, which means to me that possibly finding multiple jobs to do like part time that together makes like one job. That's kind of what I'm seeing here with you. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you tend to get bored very easily? Yeah. And I don't, okay. I don't like to be trapped and yeah. 
<laughs> that's what I'm seeing here. It's like, yeah, 40, a 40 hour, to, you know, 40 to 60 hour a week job. You're like, no, it's at the same desk. No, no. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the feeling I was getting with you. So um, think outside, obviously think outside the box and, and look at possibly creating your own, a job that you enjoy taking working part-time in multiple places and a multiple um, organizations or something like that. And I think this is a prime opportunity to do that because so many people are looking for people mm-hmm. to, to fulfill roles that need need to be filled. And, and you could actually create the job that works well for you and then you won't get bored, you know? So I think you're in a good position for that. Right. Well, ho- hopefully that helps you, Teresa. Hopefully it's a, a validating for you anyways. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Wonderful. Thanks. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you so much, Anne, for, for coming back again this month to do cards for every all the listeners. And, My pleasure. Uh, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And if you'd like to learn more about Anne's classes or her private sessions, you can go to annhentz.com. It's A-N-N-H-E-N-T-Z.com. She's a fabulous teacher. She does monthly teaching and she's wonderful. So if you have a deck that's sitting there and you're looking at it, like, I'm really going to learn how to use this. She has a wonderful way of teaching that that you'll be able to grasp being able to use the cards right out of the de- right out right out of the box, you know, at, at least at the level that you're at. I find that you know she's wonderful that way. So don't be scared. Come come take a class with her. <laughs> it's not scary at all. <laughs> it's not no, it's not at all. You can subscribe to the Intuitive Life Podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the program, please consider leaving a review so that others may find it and benefit as well. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.